So ask yourself, are you completely shitting on the future version of you by holding back and holding in? Are you thinking you won't be able to handle things or accomplish things in the future so you're not making decisions and making moves now? Be really honest with yourself. You're listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, a business and mindset coach who specializes in imposter syndrome. If you feel like you're not as smart, capable, or worthy as you actually are and that someone is going to find you out, then you've come to the right place. I went from being a struggling government worker, working my coaching business on the side, but feeling unworthy and burnt out to making multiple six figures, helping women overcome imposter syndrome so they too can sign clients, make bank, and have the business or career of their dreams. I am nothing special. I have a stuttering disability, ADHD, and I struggle with anxiety and depression. So if I can learn how to feel good enough and overcome my inner imposter, then so can you. Let's dig in. Hello, hello, my love bugs. Welcome back to the pod. This is the From Imposter to Empowered podcast, and I'm your host, Jill Perrick, business and mindset coach and imposter syndrome expert. And you are listening to the last episode of November 2022. There was an extra Wednesday in this month. The last day is today of November 2022. Crazy. Which means that you get an extra episode. Lucky you. Speaking of lucky, actually, when I was writing and recording this script. I had just watched The Luckiest Girl Alive on Netflix, the new Mila Kunis movie. Love her. 10 out of 10. It was actually a really good movie. And I actually remember reading the book years ago. Like I vaguely remember reading the book, um, but I read a lot of books, so I didn't really remember what happened. Um, Something that I haven't brought myself to watch is the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary series thing um but I was actually explaining this to my friends the other night at dinner I have a government background and I used to work in policing and most of my jobs in this policing organization required me to read and write reports mostly of violent crime so I was exposed to a lot of real life crime and therefore don't really seek it out in my everyday life I'm more of a chick flick rom-com kind of girl and I like reading romance novels, dirty, smutty romance novels. So I like to turn my brain off when I consume things for enjoyment and true crime just does not do it for me. Sometimes it does, but honestly, it's just not my thing. And what else am I looking forward to? I'm also looking forward to watching Outer Banks season three that comes out in 2023. And I'm obviously always keeping up with the Kardashians, even though it's not called that anymore, but keeping up with them and yeah we're getting close to the end of the year I can't believe how close we are to 2023 it's wild where the fuck did 2022 go and my rates are going to be raising in 2023 but I would love to start working with you now in my six months of private coaching in private coaching with me I'll help you overcome the imposter syndrome and self-doubt that is affecting your ability to show up confidently and sell your services you will release the stories and the I'm not good enough reasons so you can truly show up in your power as the expert in your niche and you'll sign four-figure coaching clients I was actually voxering with a private client recently who said that she has never felt more safe and seen in her life and that this work is setting her up to be the business owner and coach that she knows she can be. And this is after signing three new clients at her four-figure rate, which is so good. So if you want to be my client to experience these results too, go to the link in my show notes to book your sales call and we'll see if it's a good fit. 
So today's episode was inspired by a client that I was coaching a little while ago who was having trouble making a decision about opening an LLC for a new business and she is in the States. So I'm in Canada. Um, We just have to like register a master business license. Um, And when you're a small business proprietor, there's not a ton of uh, work in the beginning because you are the owner of the business. But as you're growing, you can um, create your business as a whole separate entity and put yourself on payroll and you'll actually pay less taxes that way. I'm not 100% sure, but this client was in the US, okay? So she had like when you have a business, you have to open an LLC in the States for a new business. So for some context, my client has ADHD, so her brain works fast and she takes action so fast. But like I said, I guess in the States, when you start a business and open an LLC, if you don't file the taxes for it, even if you don't actually do anything with that business, they administer a financial penalty for not filing. So my client two years later and doing amazing, and she wanted to start a new business that was already well on its way to being profitable, but she had this past like mistake looming over her and she was having trouble deciding if she should just open the new LLC for her new business. And she was harboring a lot of shame around this. There were a lot of factors at play here. So like shame about how her ADHD brain works and how she jumped the gun on opening a business that she didn't pursue. Someone had actually shamed her about this as well. So the shame felt extremely real for her. She didn't know if she should pursue her business idea in case it didn't work out. So the fear of rejection and failure was also there. But underneath it all, I could see very clearly that this was coming from a place of a lack of self-trust. Because the thing is, whenever somebody presents with imposter syndrome, a lack of self-trust is almost always there as well. Saying, I don't think I can do this or I don't think I'm capable is like also saying, I don't trust myself to see this through or I don't trust that I can handle this. If we don't have trust in ourselves, especially as entrepreneurs, we truly don't have much. Because when we trust ourselves, making decisions is as easy as it can be. And something that gets in the way of our self-trust is the regret and the shame that we let ourselves feel when it comes to past mistakes or how we've handled things in the past. With my client, she felt shame about making a quote-unquote irresponsible decision. So maybe you can relate to this if you made an investment or a purchase or whatever that didn't pan out and you feel regret about it. So I want you to ask yourself this question and really sit with this, okay? What exactly is the function of your self-judgment? What is the function of the guilt? What is the function of the regret? What is the function of the shame? Let's think of your life as a game that you're playing, which let's be real, we're in a simulation and nothing is real. (laughs) But seriously though, we don't have enough time for that today. But If life was a game that you were playing and you are the main character, how would you want to look at the past things you've said and done and experienced? How would you want to view the past decisions that you've made? It's like leveling up in a video game. Yeah, the challenges are more difficult, but because you leveled up, you have more ammo or you have a tool you didn't have before, you have more lives. The longer you stay in the game, the more things and lessons you acquire and become aware of. And when you made the decisions you made in the past, 
you have to realize that that version of you was doing the best she could at the time with the resources that she had. And that guilt or shame or regret, they serve no productive function for your future. If life was a game you were playing and you were trying to win and achieve and do, what would the actual function be to hold on to negative emotions, ones that are low vibrational in nature, that are only going to make you the main character question and berate yourself? It is our first impulse sometimes to equate taking responsibility with shame and blame. I talk about this in my book, You're Not Special, which you can get on Amazon. Head to the link in my show notes to do that. And I talk about how easy it is to equate taking responsibility for shaming yourself when really taking responsibility serves the function for being in control of the outcome. Believing that you have control, you have power, and you get to let Whatever you're taking responsibility for mean whatever you want to make it mean. So with that being said, why would you want to take a past mistake and even describe it as a mistake? What lessons did you learn? What do you know to do now that you didn't know back then? So my client who was afraid to open another LLC felt so much better when I coached her on the fact that nobody teaches us shit about working for ourselves, about taxes in general, even not as an entrepreneur. She genuinely didn't know any better or she would have done better. That's the honest truth. And that's not to shame her. It was a lesson that she had to learn this way. And her own imposter syndrome made it mean that she wasn't enough or she was a bad business owner or she was irresponsible when all I see, because I get to have an objective view on the matter, is a woman learning about business ownership and taxes in her country. This was how she was going to learn her lesson in this game of life with this experience. And we can do what we want with every situation we've been a part of. Did you know that? The only reason we stay stuck in the past is because our bodies hold onto the emotion from that experience. The moment the experience, it has passed. It is in the past, but your body remembers and that is something you can control. You can regulate yourself. You can release the negative emotions. You can reframe anything you choose to reframe to suit your character's development in this game of life. And what if every decision just took you down a different path? It's like those choose your own adventure games or those choose your own adventure books, right? If you trusted yourself to figure it out, to be resourceful, to be committed to learning and growing no matter what, and to have the emotional resilience to handle any emotion that comes your way without self-sabotage, then decisions are no big fucking deal. You'll get to the end of the book. I make like a hundred decisions a week being a coach and a business owner, right? Like I decide what coaching to give my clients. I decide what posts should go out. I decide what I should say that day on stories. I decide what to put in my podcast episodes. I decide which resource to create next. I decide how to respond to a DM. Decisions are made quickly, not hastily, but they are made with the swiftness of complete and utter self-trust. If I trust myself, I don't need to overthink or overanalyze or spend weeks in indecision. I know that no matter what the outcome is, I have my own back. And this was a huge factor in deciding to leave my full-time job back in the spring of 2021. There was so much uncertainty attached to leaving my full-time job, but I trusted myself that no matter what was going to happen, I trusted that I'd figure it out. I had my own back. I recently, a couple of podcasts episodes ago, talked about this concept about trusting your future self. 
So ask yourself, are you completely shitting on the future version of you by holding back and holding in? Are you thinking you won't be able to handle things or accomplish things in the future so you're not making decisions and making moves now? Be really honest with yourself. A tool available to my clients that I created last summer is called the Decision Gauge. So this is a written exercise to help my clients build self-trust and make faster, better, and more informed decisions that foster their self-trust. It goes into the emotions, the possible outcomes, and also what the decision will do for your identity. It takes the guesswork and wandering thoughts from the decision because you have a clear view of what you should do that is right for you that is aligned to you. And my favorite part of this tool is the boundaries you decide on after going through the questions. Because sometimes we make decisions and then have regret or shame about our decisions and just let our thoughts run rampant, telling us we're wrong or we shouldn't have done this, etc. So let's take my client, for example, we would create a boundary for her decision of opening the LLC for her business. If she started to question herself, she leans back into her self-trust and her self boundaries. She looks back at the exercise and she remembers why she made this decision all in the name of trusting herself because everything in business, including the mindset skills, emotional resilience, and self-trust are a development of skill, not inherent traits. Something that my clients build and nurture in private coaching is deep self-trust in themselves. When you trust yourself, take action, and have your own back as you navigate entrepreneurship, it is no time before you're starting to see results. I help my clients overcome the imposter syndrome and the self-doubt blocking them from showing up confidently and selling their packages. I help them build belief in themselves, their offers, and their overall mission as a coach. And I want to start this work with you right now so you can roll into 2023 with self-trust, self-confidence, and the belief that you can achieve anything that you set your mind to and the belief that you can get your clients' results. So come work with me in six months of private coaching. We start with a two-hour deep dive into your mindset and your business, and then we meet weekly for six months of coaching calls. You get access to me in Voxer for coaching between sessions, and you get access to never-seen-before resources, meditations, hypnosis tracks, EFT tapping sequences to shift beliefs, and tools such as the Decision Gauge. To get started, the link is in my show notes to book a sales call, and if it's a good fit, we'll get started right away. The container is $8,000 USD. There are a couple different options for payment which you can see in the application when you book your sales call all right I love y'all happy last day of November yay to Christmas coming up if you're American and you're celebrating Thanksgiving I believe it was last weekend when you're listening to this happy Thanksgiving and it's Christmas time I'm so excited and I'll see you guys next week love ya Thanks for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Head to the show notes to find out how you can take this work deeper with me in one-to-one coaching or in the From Imposter to Empowered group program. In the show notes, you'll also find a free three-day challenge to start the process of overcoming your inner imposter. And once you're done with all of that, screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram, tagging me at your coach Jill so we can connect. See you next time.